0: Goddamn right, I'm a killer. You look
1: like a holocaust victim in a I will catch your baby! That's what you're any real way. It don't matter if you win by
2: an inch or a mile. Winning's winning. I'm still a legal,
1: if I can help it, unless it somehow profits my mileage account.
2: So what are you saving up for? In Hawaii? South of France? It's
1: not like that. The miles are the goal. That's it's it? You're
2: saving just a second. You,
1: can't hold me. you say that I had a number in mind and I had a kitty yet. a little
2: abstract. abstract.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of and Ambitious, the podcast that points out shit you didn't know was relevant. Um, oh, I'm Nope. And, and together, together we, we make, make Oh No. no. <laughs> oh,
2: <laughs> that okay.
1: was pretty like coordinated this time. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so... Today, we're actually talking about goal setting. What a good goal. <laughs> <laughs> Nerd. Okay. <laughs> and uh, what about our guest today? Um, our guest. Well, today's guest, uh, Brianna Carney, is the owner of Nest Filler. Uh, she saw a need in the market and she went about being her badass self. Um, she is the ultimate goal setter and she's a very flexible businesswoman and she's, like, just such a
2: dynamic go-getter. I'm very positive. She is. She thinks she can get any goal she wants, it seems. Good. Yeah. <laughs>
1: say
2: hi to Brianna. Um, Brianna, you want to introduce Brianna to say hi? Of course. So, yeah, my, like she said, my name is
0: Brianna, and um, I have had the um, fortune to start Nest Filler. And what we do is help um, older adults monetize unused space in their homes through um, short-term rental platforms such as Airbnb. Um, so it's really exciting to just be able to um, have older adults um, have access and, and help them access the sharing economy. Um, they just have by far more underused assets than any other age group. Um, hmm. So it's about time. Yeah. So you saw a need in the market and you filled it. Plus, you
1: love you love Old, older the elderly, the, the seasoned elderly. adults. If okay. You know. Yeah. I didn't I know it. what the, what the <laughs> nice term was. <laughs>
0: So yeah, <laughs> it's always like an uncomfortable thing, and like I just feel that season still is not right. Like if some people are like, "What am I a stick <laughs> <laughs> What am I a stick That's such like a grandma answer. <laughs> oh, <my God.
2: laughs> but it is, just where my heart's at. Yeah. Do they do they not like being called senior citizens? So senior citizens is definitely just out. I just think out, that's just like that's like
0: so. 1980s. What's the trendy word? <laughs> what is
1: the trendy? <laughs>
0: So, aging adults or for older <laughs> adults is better. Um, seasoned is just something that I like, um, but I think that elder and senior are just um, strike. Neg- they pull negative heartstrings. Actually, the term baby boomer is pretty. Like people are okay, defining like huh. identifying as a baby boomer because
1: it's their generation instead of like identifying them by an age
2: bracket. Uh yes. This is a demographic that you're That you really like to serve um, How did, I mean, how did you get into that? Yeah, of course
0: So just like um, in college I think I was just like an old soul out of the womb Like I just never really um, Dug my peers As much as I did like my, my Seniors and my elders Like just starting from the time when I could sit at like A table at Thanksgiving And I would be like, well, the kids' table like, is just weak like,
2: Do you want to sit at the kids' table?
0: No no. no. Um, just like, they're all running around and i i just always felt more um at peace with older adults and then as i grew older i was like well wait a minute there's like no one really cares about them they're just they're just there and um i guess i'm just a bit um intellectually greedy so to speak so i just think mm-hmm. that um older people have more to offer and can definitely make me um a better brianna um at a more rapid pace than young people.
1: <laughs> damn I mommy, mean, that's so good. But that's so true too, because you are like the ultimate goal setter. Like I wasn't joking when I said oh, that. Like you no. like set the way you set goals and like do them. You want to tell like yeah, tell, tell about us about your daily. Tell us about your daily and your and your punishment for not completing your goals.
0: Yes. Oh this is so good. So, Brianna oh, likes that. Oh no. <laughs> um so I just have a really um I've I've tried to learn to like master what I don't want to do and like what I do want to do and just like holding my feet to the fire of like what I don't want to do. It's like if you're you're like having a busy Thursday, um, like there's it's like a lot of distractions in this world, right? Like you like your phone, you get a text message and all these things, and um, so for me to not hit a goal, um, like the ultimate distress would be like, well, you have to run an extra mile tomorrow morning, um, because like I just know a lot of time like to run. More. So by, by holding my feet to something like running extra miles or, you know, doing the dishes tonight instead of tomorrow, like little things like that, like I understand Brianna and that'll motivate me.
1: That's so funny. But I love that, that like, if you don't accomplish a goal, then you have to complete a different kind of goal, essentially.
2: Because you have goals for running right. as well. You have like separate yeah. goals. Running. So yeah, uh, your work goals and then you have your like other goals. Turn. It's just like it's what it is. We um
0: it, it's so funny because looking at like separating those goals like was so easy to do, like before you, you like take on the entrepreneurial journey. Like at work, it's like, um oh, what it is. Like the minute I like swipe that card through the metro, like it's done, like it's over. But there is something that just like seeps into your like everyday life so much more easily when it's something that's your own. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, actually they said that people, well, people who set goals are actually more successful. Um, and they think it's because of the thing they call the endowment effect. So it's like when we take a, a ownership of an idea or a goal, then mm-hmm. it becomes ours and like it, it integrates into our identity. Like then it becomes oh, yeah, so much yeah. more like, so there was this like study they, de- they did where they gave people, uh, like they, they had people come in and they gave them. A, a, like a mug. This is your mug. You own it now. And then later on, they asked people, they asked them, would they like to trade for a piece of chocolate? And the majority of people wouldn't trade for the chocolate. And then they took another group, another control group, and they gave them That's chocolate. Great. This is your chocolate. This is yours. You own it. Later on, they came in and they asked them, would they like to trade it for a mug? And barely anyone wanted to trade because That's it wasn't great. about the item. It was about the, that effect, own it, the ownership. Yeah. That's so great. I love that. I love that. But it's that, it's so interesting. Um, and they also found that students learn up to 250% faster when they have difficult goals that are set instead of just barely being told to do their best. Stretch. Literally. Yeah. Well, because, you, yeah, you, it probably like a, it activates so much more of you and then people yeah. get competitive with themselves.
2: It makes so much sense. It's something that... It's funny. I, I'm curious to hear how Brianna sets her goals, but I always as much as possible from my managers try to get concrete goals yeah. in terms of like oh yeah. how many do you want done? What is successful to you? Like something that's very measurable because you know otherwise if it's just like do your best if you quote unquote do your best they're never going to be happy with it no. in the sense of like you didn't give them something measurable to be like this is good or this is bad it's always going to be like do more, do more, do more 25,600 minutes how do
0: you measure, measure a year in daylights, in sunsets, in So interesting, also, like when you like when you tell people, like I remember, like, as just like going back, like in high school, I would be a, I, like, I was a swim instructor and a lifeguard. <laughs> of course you were. And I remember, <laughs> I was just like telling my students, like, all right, like, I was like, what do you, like, what's your goal? Like, what, what do, is it? Yeah. And it's just like, just i just want to pass like i want to be like a guppy too or like whatever the next like level was (laughs) a minnow Mm -hmm. a minnow. but they never but and it's so interesting how like if like your instinct is still to set like a childlike goal Mm -hmm. it's like well my instinct or like my goal is to just like you know get this done and not have my manager like harp on me but if you truly know yourself and want to like become better by something like you have to make it a goal that's like yeah. Real. It's like making five calls in the next hour is like pretty doable. Making ten would be aggressive. Like, so I can definitely get eight. Like there's no question and like no excuses. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. And you, you like, um, you have so like I know that you write them down because writing down your goals also helps you to achieve them. Um, you do mm-hmm. them on like post-its, right? I don't know why, but
0: like ripping off a post-it feels a little bit more. Um, of a of an accomplishment than just your average notepad. Yeah, <laughs> that, that stick it, release that adhesive, and it's just like it's like a feeling. It's actually like so like a release. Like I've completed, like done. Um, it's the reward. It's it's part of like the reward. It's that feeling of
2: like yeah, like I did this. That's the indicator. Anyways, <laughs> that could be a whole other tangent, yeah. but that's like. Apparently psychologically, we need like the key that like, like cues us a, to solidify the reward or the negative. Yeah.
1: The other thing about writing down on post-its is like it also probably doesn't feel as intimidating as writing like a giant list.
0: And I like um at, touching back on like what you said about like sometimes like you just can't accomplish a goal. Like if mm-hmm. I did accomplish every goal, like just that's not realistic. And so there is something also to be said about being able to just like delete it's it's not like but i have this ongoing excel document or something you just um, take now. <laughs> yeah. you can you can easily just um move forward which is also really important and then do you time yourself or like how do you always so i have like a a timer like just on my desk and it's like a big um timer and it's 15 minutes so that's another thing like another game that I play because like I really love the act of like completion more so like yeah it's like the reward yeah <laughs> it's, it's like the, the accomplishment of it um so even like seeing that 15 minute timer um expire and, and being able to move it over again and be like okay well I have another 15 minutes and it's just constantly turning everything into a bit of a competition yeah so you're like oh can I get this many things done or like this many calls
1: or this many emails done or whatever. Precisely. Yep. And then it actually kind of does, do you find that
0: fun because now it's like kind of a game? It is. And another thing is, is that I, since I no longer work um, with my peers, like there's no way to rank myself really. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just like really holding yourself accountable and um, writing things down and being excited about that chase and that finish is really It's important for humans. Another thing I do, um, and this is really helpful, especially when you're like trying to like vet a a new like pivot, let's say. And it was like, okay, so I really, really wanted to um, understand how to serve snowbirds. I knew that they primarily were dual, um, they had more than one home. I mean, it was a really good opportunity. So I would set a goal of like, I need this many rejections. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I thrived off getting like the bad. Mm-hmm. So either way, like the rejection was still good enough because it would help me achieve my goal of getting like hung up on 20 times. Uh-huh. But if I didn't get rejected, it would still be good as well because
2: that was a good phone call.
0: Oh, you're <laughs> so awesome. funny. That, I yeah. love that.
2: <laughs> hey, because yeah, a no is one step to a, to, a to yes. completing my goal. Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Well, wasn't there that there was that artist, um, I have to remember. I think she was a writer, and I think like it was like a year ago. She she published like this Excel document that she had, where she wrote Mm. she kept a track of every single time that she submitted a piece of work and what she like the date when she submitted it, how many times she submitted it. So like something, and she was like, "I'm not successful because I'm particularly talented, but because like it's a it's a numbers goal. Look at how many times I submitted. Like it was something like, you know." 500 times or something and then you get like a couple acceptances and she's like that's just really what it is it's like just it's like a, not taking the note like partly partially like how you were talking about so like keeping track of your
2: note. do you feel like you've just up. always been that way or you just had a knack for it because Just for me personally, that's something... I'm not the best goal setter by far, (laughs) but like it's something I know, a tool that I implement when I try to, and I know it works very well. And it's something that for me, actually, I think it was a confidence thing to be able to set goals. For a long time, I was afraid to set goals because that means you have a chance at not meeting your goal. Mm -hmm. And that was a big hurdle for me to do that. And I... I'm definitely not like a daily goal setter, but I set goals every year. I set goals like for what I want to do. Every time I'm actually serious about something, I'm like, I'm going to be like, this is what I want it to be. And this is like how big it should be and da, da, da. But that takes a good amount of confidence to be able to like, be like, put you on something where you're going to care about it and have a chance to fail. Interesting. Um
0: so the question one more time is... I guess...
2: Yeah. I was wondering, was this just like a
0: natural thing for you? Instincts. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I think that's really interesting. And I think like it comes down to just being like some humans have let are like... Like the thread within my body is like competitive. Mm-hmm. Like and some people like just aren't con- competitive like in their nature. Like if you set them up to compete, like they just... That's not really, like, a good test. Mm. I think, like, what really helped is, like, growing up, like, I was in every sport I could, but I never really, like, I was never, like, the star of the court. And I just, because I always kind of, like, took on the assumption, like, within sports, I was like, well, this doesn't really matter. Like, like, I know it mattered if I sold Girl Scout cookies, but it didn't Mm -hmm. really matter. And, like, my dad was always pretty good at being just really honest with me about, like, look, like my my high school basketball team went to state, and he always told me, he's like, this doesn't matter you know? And then when I would get into things like that really did matter, like college and stuff, you would be like, this matters. Like you have to like be the best. Like you just like can't screw this up. So I think too easy in our lives, like as humans, like this, uh, we'll get it like a book or we'll see something on like Good Morning America. It's like, well, we're going to set goals now. But you just like play mental mind games with yourself. You're just mm-hmm. like, oh, well, at the end of the year, like I want to have lost 10 pounds and um, X, Y, and Z. But like a better goal might be like, well, tomorrow, like I have to run like eight miles. And if I don't do that, like, you know, then I have yeah. to like address my Christmas cards tomorrow night instead of the next day. Because <laughs> I don't want to address Christmas cards.
2: <laughs>
0: so just being real with yourself is, I think, like just I from a young age I understood what mattered and what didn't. Maybe that's great.
1: yeah because there are two kinds of goals. There's like yeah like what you're saying the outcome goal, which is by the end of the year I want to lose ten pounds. Yeah, but yeah. then there's process goals, is what helps mm-hmm. you get them done. Oh, of so course, like not the word. <laughs> no, no, I'm just, no. You're you're it's like, so but it's that's exactly true. It's like instead of you shouldn't think about the outcome, you should think about how do you get to the outcome, like and then mm-hmm. schedule that. Like, for example, like, you want to lose 10 pounds. Well, you have to schedule gym time then. <laughs> like, yeah. you can't just like, you know, like, you, do you got to do both. Like, yeah. yeah, I want to lose 10 pounds. But then you're going to like, instead of focusing on the 10 pound thing, just focus on like, well, how do you get there? Right. Like by going to the gym. So maybe it's like you, you set up two training sessions with, with a trainer a week and then you're also held responsible because it's your money. So you're like, I'm not going to fuck this off. And if you, right. that becomes, you know.
2: It starts to become a habit, too. That's, like, the same yeah. way. I've, there's a lot of new research yeah. on how to create habits, and apparently that's, like, yeah a big thing. Even if it's just, like, getting in the gym, and then you only work out for, like, five minutes the first week. It's, like, that you got there, and then you, like, can gradually increase how much time that you...
0: That's fascinating. I love that. Increase. Just like human beings in, in our nature are so interesting because well, like so we set goals, but like it just seems like a, a fluffy outline to me a lot. I mean, a
2: fluffy outline? That's because it's so it's habitual like- for you. I mean, I think you've told me that it the identity thing where you're saying the endowment thing no, makes sense because you've said before too that you're like, I just want to be someone that sets goals and meets yeah. them. And it seems very strange to you to not be someone who does that. Right. I think, yeah,
0: it's just like, just like I, like I said, like I said, said some people get it, like some
2: just don't really understand,
0: like w- setting a goal could be unofficial, but then also like you can be seen, like it, it can be like extremes. Like I think it's just about knowing yourself and being real with yourself. It's too easy yeah. to like bullshit ourselves. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, you have to know what you want. Right, like you have to say what it, you have to. Part of that too, maybe, is like that it, it feels uncomfortable sometimes to really sit down with yourself and say, "What is it that I actually want now? How do I go get it?" Like yes. because it's so much easier to like not. <laughs> right. It's so much
0: easier. Yeah.
2: I mean, or even just, Netflix and chill.
0: Netflix and chill. Okay. Netflix and chill, girl. Netflix
2: and chill. figuring out what you want. Actually, for me, I think when I really started being serious about goal setting outside of careers because actually I've done a few sales jobs and sales Mm -hmm. I think everyone should do some level of sales because it teaches you goal setting it teaches you how to pitch it teaches you how to take rejection it teaches you to like take flow and it's and within that isolated realm I can excel but I don't always apply all those things outside of it even though everything is sales on some level but I remember I got to a point in my life where I'd get indecisive about exactly like the direction like that I wanted to take. And remember, I was like, I just need to set a goal. Like, whatever. Like, this is where I'm going. And I just need the confidence to know that I can achieve that, even if that's not the, the final goal I really want to. And at least for me personally, that was a big step in being able to be like, when you really do know, or maybe whatever, like you have that confidence to be like, okay, I know how to set a goal. I know how to troubleshoot when I hit a wall, which Speaking of which actually I um, yes. <laughs> talking to so you good. back to yeah, your business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you hit walls and setting goals and you have to adjust your goals and it's not just setting that one because it is process and you find out like what you thought was maybe in reach isn't in reach and you have to reset them. So yeah. good. what happens when you
1: hit a hit a wall? Like do you have like a process or like
0: a person you talk to or like Of course. Um, so I obviously have like network or um, people that I've like met in my networking that I are trusted mentors. I think that's so important because like being like real with yourself. And if you have like a goal to achieve saying that like you're completely capable um, versus like recognizing you're more capable with the help of others, it's like really important. So um, I think, like setting goals and like bringing in other people um, is really important for me. Also like accountability partners, like being very vocal about your goals, I think is really helpful because like, like we're all humans. Like we all just really want to be like safe and comfortable and happy, you know, mm-hmm. so like, it's hard as a human being to like give yourself that extra push. But if you know, like, well, I have a phone call with Helen coming up on Friday, she's going to ask me about that. Like, no, I'm going to get on it. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
0: Begrudgingly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, do you use them? So, like, say your goal is to, I don't know, reach out to 20 new clients. And I don't know, for whatever reason, you're having trouble finding these new clients. Of course. Um, I guess what do you do then?
0: So there's always, like, time when you have to be, like, a a human. And, like, you also have to be, like, semi-gentle on yourself, knowing that, like, look... If I stay up tonight and I just like like burn the minute oil, I'm getting these leads in the system or whatever the case may be, or um, it's like I have to produce blog content, something I'm even worse at. Let's say like a true weakness of mine would be like writing and content. And sometimes like you'll just sit at that computer and you'll be like, This is just not happening. And like you have to be smart enough to know that like, okay. This isn't as productive as it could be tomorrow. Like, I didn't hit that one goal, but I need to be like gentle on myself and like go to bed tonight. Like tomorrow, I can like get up a few minutes early and crank this blog out. Yeah,
2: it's funny that you say that you don't feel like you're good at your blog posts, but I actually really liked one of your blog posts um, Uh, because I was considering doing some Airbnbing, which is what Mm. um, Nestfiller helps with, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Because it's it's a whole. It's a whole process. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, you just have an intro article, which I think kind of shows your thought process too. It's just like things you should consider before going to Airbnb. Yeah. Which yeah. I think is part of, in some ways, also setting the goals too. It's like some of the things you got to like evaluate so that you can figure out like, is this a goal for you? So um,
0: good. Well, well, that made my day, but there's,
2: <laughs> there's certain strengths
0: and weaknesses we all have. Well, do you want to tell us, so like we, we
1: talked about Nest Filler helping um, helping the seasoned adult uh, travel but um, and and fill their spaces so but what kind of services does nest filler um,
0: what, what do you help with of course So, um, <laughs> let's just say um, but Dave and Cheryl have a beautiful place. They have um, right side of Chicago. I mean, they just depart every winter and they head down to um, Savannah, Georgia for five months at a time. And they, they have properties at, at both um, locations. Um, and that obviously you can only be in one place at one time. So that forces them to leave one of those um, homes sitting empty mm-hmm. um, at all times throughout the year. So we're saying, what is it that we could do Um to make that that home eligible um, for short-term rental platforms such as Airbnb. So we help them um, to bring in the extra supplies that we need, we help prepare their home, take photos. What does it say here? Take a photo snapshot, okay. But why can't why why wanna take a picture? List the home on the sites, handle all guest communications. Um, and then we have trusted partners that we um used to do cleaning and key exchanges. What a glorious feel
2: and I'm happy again. I'm
0: laughing.
1: Awesome. And yeah. then also there's like the option too, if you're like want to remove some valuables from
0: your home, you work with th- sites that do that. Like you could think of everything. We do. We've like just thought of every single reason why an older adult would be, um, it's it's a new pro- like process. It's like explaining to my um, grandmother what I'm even doing is just challenging. Like the idea of someone coming into her home and like, but what how do you get the money and she's just like Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, you just have all that cash like just take the it's like no grandma like just electronics like with a credit card it's great and it's just like a new concept and that's like completely understandable and Nesviler like absolutely understands that like we will only succeed as a business if we understand their um, fears and don't try to just um sell over them so we say you're scared of your belongings like we're we're gonna partner with a company that's gonna come in and um safely secure these off-site for you so it's not even a concern
2: whether your values are safe yeah um, how do you like yeah well when i when i talk to people about Airbnb being who are like baby boomers um mm-hmm. and that i'm even doing that the first thing that comes up is like safety you know they are very concerned for me they're like and for me it's funny because that thought even pass in my mind really because like I, I live in New York. I talk to strangers all the time. I spend nights with random ass people. Like, yeah, not like I even, not like just like, not necessarily bringing them to my house, but I've had after parties. Like I've had a whole crews of yeah. random, because I just like felt them out and thought they were cool. And that's like, so like, I just don't think about it like that. And it's, I've luckily never been robbed. I've uh, luckily never had it. I'm like, but I also trust my instinct with that. Right. But for them, they're like, you let a stranger but, into your home. You know, what's so funny. It's like,
1: but that's like, the whole, it, like, that's, like, an intuitive thing, too. Like, I'm actually kind of, like, when I tell a cab driver where I'm going, if I'm by myself, I actually give them an address down the street from my house so that they don't drop me off right in front of my house because I don't want them to know where I live. But I'd be totally okay. I'm totally fine using Airbnb. That's yeah, you're like, okay. <laughs> well, because it's, like, this is a beneficial relationship. Like, they just want money. Like, they don't even want to talk to you. They're just,
0: like, m- half the time, they're, like, here are the keys. buy Felicia. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Have to understand that, like older adults, they just have more into their homes. Yeah, like I have like IKEA stuff. It's like, don't steal my souvenir I got in Nepal. But other than that, like, there's just not that many tangible physical memories. And when you look at someone who's lived on this planet for 65 years, like that's not always the case.
1: And there's a different set. Of, you're, that's true. Like in our in our intro episode, we actually talked about like the difference between baby boomers and, and um, in our generation and kind of like that, what success meant or what the American dream meant was really about like having the car and the house and all these things. And like our generation is more like we want experiences. We're not really expecting to be able to like buy a house anytime soon, whatever. So it's like, it's way more fluid. And then, um, but like you're saying with like baby boomers, it's like, these are their prized possessions. Like this is what they worked their whole life for. These are representations of of you know all of the effort that they've put forth. So it probably feels so
0: much more personal. That's so interesting, and that's something that um, Nest Filler works to combat every day. Um, but I think that the best thing um, that you can do is just understand that progress will happen. Like Airbnb will move forward. Like this is just progress, and like I believe that it. Um, at some point, everyone that's hosting on Airbnb will have the aha moment of like how powerful the sharing economy is.
1: Yeah, there's yeah. there's stories of like this old lady who through Airbnb or sorry seasoned uh, season. there's story there's <laughs> a story of this seasoned let's be real woman. old lady okay all right but like who started Airbnb like spaces in her play in her home <laughs> and then became like one of the biggest like supporters of it and like she like loves it because it's like having like she basically runs. Runs it like full all year round because like she doesn't have any more kids living in her house. Like she's like an empty nest and like she just like loves having people come to her house and like meeting people and she's gone and visited them. And it's like, they I think they did a profile on her and like it just opened this whole like new life for her. Awesome. So connecting to all
0: these people. That's like music to my ears. It's just so (laughs) special because the social element of Airbnb, like, are you kidding me? Like, if I wanted to meet like, like travelers from France, like I could figure out a social network to do that. But like the idea that my mom would be able to open up her home to like um, two French people that are biking across all 50 states, like that is just like a like, really exciting social opportunity for her. So that's another benefit. Yeah. It's true, the social opportunity.
2: There's fun and laughter Just waiting around the bay Let's find them now together
0: Let's be friends It's so important.
2: It's, yeah, I, I, I mean, it, it does require a certain amount of trust that I think our generation... I guess maybe strives for a bit more when you share something with somebody, you know. There's a certain level of trust that you do need to have to to share that with somebody and to you know go on a whim that this person's not you know a serial killer. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. And just like everything, it's just like really frustrating because.
0: Airbnb transacts almost a million um, reservations a day now, and we just don't understand that. Like that's so many transactions. There's like always going to be a sour egg. Yeah. Um. So just understanding that is just like really important because there is going to be one serial killer, like (laughs) the Craigslist killer. Uh, Yeah. Like
2: it's going to happen.
0: Not gonna But yeah.
1: No, but it's true. But to think about it, like people, I know that Airbnb seems new, like, and it's new in terms of the way that it's like the way that this generation has used it. But like there have been sites, like vacation rental sites for like... As old as the
2: internet, right? Or what about back in the day when you just like let somebody into, into your house. home yeah. and like <laughs> they do some farm work for you <laughs> and then you feed them and you let them go on their <laughs> way. Just, that's way more
1: like European and like South but American. That than happened here, America.
2: definitely. Yeah. And like you ever read the jungle? <laughs> it's like all about that. But when but they talk about being a single person, how it's easy to do it because as a family, you can't really just bust in on another... Fi- they, it's a lot harder than if you're just, like, some dude who's, like, going to do some work. But they had, like, stickers, too. Like, for people who are on that tip. So, like... Not stickers. because they know When stickers was that. this? Uh, this is, like, wow. the industrial wow. revolution. Oh. So, it turned it... Like, oh, yeah. yeah of yeah. course.
1: Yeah. The way that people... You couldn't, like, book ahead or call someone. You just, like, showed up and were like, does anybody
2: got a room for me? Well, they people <laughs> would, like marked the... Like, had different codes to tell other like drifters pretty much if this was a cool house like this with nice people or not like you know or like or or beware they had like different things like beware of the dog or like whatever yeah yeah so like even back then we had like there's like some human nature to there was some guest outlines like there were some
0: warnings and everybody found their own way to have like a little guidebook
2: yeah that's how we were reviewing stuff
0: to let other people
2: know that's so cool
0: but yeah, <laughs> so it's
1: a it's a tale as old as time.
0: I've got some real estate
2: here in my bag. So we bought a pack of cigarettes, and this is why the and walked off to look for America. So that blog article that you wrote, yeah. I like because... The first one is, is my home eligible, which is the most important. (laughs) Yeah. uh, You know, there's all this controversy over Airbnb right now in terms of what it means to be eligible because I guess. You know, it, I like that it was number one because part of me was kind of like, whatever, I'll just figure it out. Like, even if I'm not eligible. But I was like, you know what? I should probably find out if I'm eligible. <laughs> if I'm eligible,
0: um, always painful, but it's just so much less work in the long run. Like, your neighbor, if you aren't eligible, like, eh, chances are it could pull at some heartstrings. Another w- reason why New York is just so more difficult is because the um, we just don't have free market housing. So, like, my mom's house in Eagan, Minnesota, like, she pulls into her driveway and hops out. Like, no one's really keeping that close of an eye. But when you're talking about doormen and, like, the close vicinity that we all live in New York, it's just a different situation. Do you
2: yeah do Nestville are just
0: in New York City? Um, we are expanding our reach um, to Florida, um, southern. Well, I mean, yeah,
2: it course. makes sense. <laughs> it does
0: make sense. But we focus on the fi- have fo- focus
2: on the five boroughs to now Okay, so like, just not to get into too much detail. Like, of course, yeah, yeah. How do you find out if you're eligible, or like what what kind of steps should people take to figure that out?
0: Of course. So, um, it's just about if you don't live in free market housing. So that would be like the garage scenario most Americans do live in free market housing especially in that age group but in New York it's very very rare free market is just like the regular
2: like you're right not though. in just like you're, you're not in you own your own
0: house you're
1: not there you're not in a co-op you don't you don't Oh, like you're not under all these HOA rules.
0: Yeah, like it's we just own. bought this house. Like just like the American dream. Okay. Um, so you're not renting. You're not renting. Typically, it's like multiple dwellings. So if you like walk in and there's like you can see more than one door, that's like a, typically an apartment or a condo. Um, and that's less ideal um, because typically there's there's higher regulations. Right, numbers. right, right. You're still yeah. like privy to all these other rules. And I think that one thing people don't take into consideration and something that we really try to address is like the amount of consumables that you need to purchase as a host. So like as a host, like you don't think of like, well, ideally if like I'm going to have one full bed, that's going to be open for guests, then I need to have like three spare sets of sheets because like, what if like, like they spill there, they stopped at seven 11 and an entire slurpee just went down on the bed. Like that is going to happen mm-hmm. and they're going to want to change those sheets and they need a backup. And then like two days later, they're like, oh, these sheets like are dirty. They went to Coney Island. There's a bunch of sand and they want to change the sheets again mm-hmm. so that you just you need three sets of sheets. Yeah. And um, then
1: also if you like want to turn it over quickly. Then right. There's no then there's yeah. no sheet. <laughs> yeah. Because you have this dirty guy jumping onto bed with a Slurpee. Oh. <laughs> you, like, ruined
2: everything. <laughs> So how do, <laughs> yeah. taking in all these extraneous factors i guess do you use your goal setting in that way um i guess your your like goal is three sheets but, but right. like in terms of like how much money you need like do you yeah. find your yourself actually so you're helping all these um uh seasoned adult, seasoned adults <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. That's weird. <laughs> Salt peppers, salt yeah, and peppers. I love that. Silver. Uh, <laughs> do you find actually like that you end up doing a lot of goal setting for them? It's so.
0: Um, one thing that I learned really
2: quickly is that some people
0: just want to do Airbnb. They've heard about it. They're interested by it. They, they've they're for some reason, like they're self-motivated to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, And in those circumstances, like it's just so much easier. Um, And instinctually when you're trying to sell someone on something. So you're like, you should be a host on Airbnb. Have you ever considered it? And in those situations, it can be difficult. Um, but I think that that's just my job is selling them on why this is going to benefit their lives. Um, and so making them want to take this on instead of it being like homework. You know, like you have to get those sheets. To, did you get the? the hooks in the shower like you need to have hooks in the shower these are things you can- <laughs> <laughs> and they just like oh they can set the towel anywhere um, but there are certain standards when you're opening up your home to now being an, o- an operating business of sorts which all my hosts are um, certain precautions just need to be taken point blank yeah yeah
1: Well, okay. can we talk a little bit more about what inspired this because this actually was a slight pivot but like this was a hole in the market you found through
0: through working on another project right? correct correct so we started in like the travel space um, and it was just, a it's really exciting because if you say out loud, like we want to be um, a travel provider focused on older adults, everyone's like, well, home run. Like, yeah, of course. Like everyone wants to travel more. And I spent some time in India and I had some really great opportunities to do focus groups with older travelers. i um, working with the ministry of tourism in India. And it was just really impactful for me to really hear um, from these travelers themselves why they had chosen to travel to India and in my soul like I would feel like well of course like they're just really seasoned travelers like they found themselves in India but too often I would hear that price was the determining factor for them um and when I would inquire further as to like what can I do to get your peers traveling more like how can I incentivize that it all came back to price Um, and so really addressing that and being real with myself, like if my goal is to help older adults travel more, um, then maybe being a travel provider is not the issue. I don't know if people so often go out to the internet and they are like, all right, we want to go on this trip to India and they just fall shorthanded because there's not enough people offering the travel. I would be more inclined to believe that it would be that they couldn't afford to make that leap anyways. Mm -hmm. So if I was able to conquer that, that would be a good goal.
1: And so then by offering their homes on Airbnb, they have an an extra income that they didn't before because you're maybe living on a pension or a fixed income. And then now
0: you've just opened up a new cash, a new cash flow. Precisely, just supplementing retirement savings. It's so important. Um, we just want to believe in our heads that everyone is um, planned their entire life for retirement. But like stuff happens, like life carries on. Like life is super expensive. <laughs> so expensive. Like life is so expensive. Like it just made me frustrated. Like I'm um, like my diva friends, like, God love them, just rent like just pocketing. Like thousands of dollars on their airbnb in the east village they got this great Mm -hmm. apartment and they're like flying to ultra for the weekend but like my mom just like bought two extra bedrooms so she could raise her daughters (laughs) and i'm like that's not fair like what about you know the the people that really could be benefiting from this platform which i think airbnb is ignoring you money don't get everything it's true what it don't get i can't use i want money
2: Yeah. Well, I guess what I meant by like helping them goal set because, you know, some, you know, can be really motivated to do it. But it's like, well, then if it's your tr- goal is to go on this trip, you have like a concrete number, you know, and then being so like, good. OK, that means you have to how many nights do you have to rent? how Like starting to help them break it down to those process goals that we talked about.
0: So important. And just like that's like my job is to help people to feel like safe and comfortable um taking on. This new um, exciting venture—it's—it's like a business venture, though. At the end of the day, like it does take a ton of time, um, and you have to dedicate a ton of time to that. So, some people, of course, can navigate that on their own. Yeah, but we're really confident that they will be more profitable in the long run using um, an optimization platform such as NestFiller. Understanding the market demand and setting the um, pricing—those things are key for getting yourself ranked on Airbnb and setting yourself up for success.
2: That's really cool. I'm like, kind of excited just to like play with that. But do you have any do you have any tips just in general with like how Airbnb works and of course and figuring out yeah, yeah. the optimization. See yes. Yeah. So Airbnb is just
0: like Google, so they rank things based on um response times. Mm-hmm. So we have set up and in, in integrated into our system immediate responses, so no one would ever reach out to a NestFiller host and not get a response um within 30 seconds. It's to now, um, so that's just key because the mm-hmm. faster you respond, um, the higher you're going to get ranked, and that's pretty much the bread and butter of their ranking system. Is right. just responsiveness. Reviews take place as well. Yeah, I just used Airbnb for the first
1: time actually. Um, well, not the first first time under my own name. Um, and. I went uh, on a trip with my mom. We went like all over Italy and then to Paris and she was like kind of freaking out about me, me, me booking stuff. She was just like, why don't we just do hotels? I was like, do you want to spend all of the money? Like, like just chill out mom. Yeah, she's it. like, it's so, like, she was like, I made her go through them with me so she wouldn't be like obnoxious. And she's like, there has to be five stars for cleanliness, has to be five stars for cleanliness. <laughs> I'm, like, I know mom. Um, she was just like freaking out, like, you know, looking at the reviews, like reading the reviews and stuff. And it was funny because she was so like anti it when we started, but I was like, we're going to do this. Like, I'm going to make you like this whole trip. is was kind of like, we're going to do some things that are going to make you uncomfortable. It's okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. um, but it was really funny. Cause then like, she still one night we stayed in a hotel, um, in Venice because the apartments, she's like, they look too open. Like I would be scared to have that much space you know, like in a city I don't know, like there's like these two floor apartments and stuff like that, that were available. And she was like, no, I'd rather stay in a hotel. Um, (laughs) um, But it was really funny um, because like she still, she still tries to be like, Oh, I liked the hotel the best, but I could tell that there were certain like apartments and places we stayed that she really liked and was like, I can't believe this was like on the, you know, I can't believe this place was available. And like, and, like, also, like, one of the hosts at one of the places we were at, he was super nice. He's like, I'm going to dinner at this place. Like, you guys should go to dinner there, too. And, like, she, you know, like, she, like, was like, oh, what a nice gentleman. Like, you know, like, <laughs> and we did that. go to dinner. We didn't go to dinner with him, but we went to this, the the same restaurant. And, like, it was actually, like, really nice. Like, some of the experiences you could tell people were just, like, okay, like, here, go buy, like, take the keys. Yeah. Bye, Felicia. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. we have these recommendations for Americans and we think Americans will like these things instead of like and then some people were like no I don't want to eat that kind of food like where yeah. should I go in town and they're like oh like you should totally go here and it was such like it was like those were like really great experiences and I think that was like the, the best food and everything that we did was like you know those like authentic recommendations from people it's that we were staying so with it was really nice actually and it cha- I, I think that like there was a shift like, she stopped being so uncomfortable with it. She was like, oh, okay.
2: It's just different. Yeah. And it's awesome that you get like the more real experience, because I feel like that's another thing with not all baby boomers, but a lot of them, the The whole idea of like the Chevy Chase family vacation, you know, <laughs> you do like these very touristy things that that's just part of what a vacation is in their mind. Like,
1: hey, 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 easy kids, come on, cut it out. Everybody in the car, boat leads in two minutes. <laughs>
2: Or perhaps you don't want to see the second largest ball of twine on the face of the earth, which is only
0: four short hours away. We took
2: the pictures of the things that you're supposed to take pictures of and we saw them. We don't really know the context for them, but like we did it, check. And the Airbnb is a totally gives you a glimpse to like an attempt to like actually see how people live in a different city and not just what is profitable for that city for the tourists to see.
0: Yeah. So true. That's like another really interesting thing is a lot of my hosts really have um taken on the the persona of being like an ambassador of their city. Mm. It's like I like am a like I've spent sixty years in the city. Like I am a wealth of knowledge. I know every restaurant inside and out. I'm not a vegan, but I know that one place. And we all just we this is like life experience that we build up over time. And like how do we go and and use that experience? Like how do we like Let's I just wanna not let um assets go underutilized. And I think Airbnb is doing a really good job at taking that into consideration as well. You can share what you know about a city after living there for that
2: long. That's really cool, especially with the seasoned adult thing, just because you know, especially when you retire, you do get to this point where you are even more conscious about giving back, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems like a good fit in that way. Well, thank you, Brianna, yeah. for sharing your insights.
0: This was uh,
2: so good. I do. I, I would like for you to explain, though, what you do at the end of the day after uh, all your goals have been accomplished or not accomplished. Oh,
0: this is so good. <laughs> uh,
2: I think I actually, I, think, I actually make, like, a conscious decision every day when it's, like,
0: done. Like, there has to be a moment of, like, Oh, just like relaxation I typically do like a mindless like board game like something like playing sorry it's just so good for me because it's like a like an actual shift of like energy and movement. I
2: love sorry I love never it. played sorry
0: it's mindless it's like the ultimate luck game but it's so fun and like the physical act of like sliding and moving someone's pawn off and I have <laughs> I had no idea I want to play
1: sorry I <laughs> just play yeah. sorry sometime.
0: Oh, no question, girl.
1: Okay. When you're like done, cr- like when you're done crushing it for the day, we're going to play sorry. Yes. <laughs> so
2: smart. Just because I realized I was missing that from my life. Like some sort of. I remember in college, I used to play pool or like we mm. would, we had foosball, you know, like you would college games there. And like we would yeah. always take breaks to like just playfully be competitive, you know? So interesting. And I was like, I don't do that anymore. Or we'd like go outside and throw a disc you know like i don't do that i need to do that anyways but so no, yeah then it's so hard <laughs> though like and
0: as an adult like i get i feel like guilty like have you, nathan for you it's this tv show that i really really love have you no okay no, it's no, fabulous yeah, okay so nathan for nathan, you, nathan you. A, for you cool yeah um so it's like this advisor he graduated from one of the top business schools in canada he's amazing you guys have to like this is all part of his shtick and he goes into businesses and like for example he will um, tell a thrift store like he'll be like you guys are struggling you guys aren't adhering to the you break it you buy it policy you guys should open up 24 7 and try to just get drunk people in here to break stuff so that they buy and it's like kind of a a joke he plays on small businesses but it's really funny and it's just like a total mental break for me and like not feeling guilty like I can watch Nathan for you for 30 minutes and like it's fine but for this to work I I needed to get him drunk while staying sober enough myself to execute the plan. So prior to my arrival, I had a vacuum-powered device sewn into the lining of my jacket that was designed to discreetly suck up the alcohol I was served through a tube into a pouch on my back. In in an adult, like as an adult, it's like sometimes we just don't ever do that. You need the reward day you'll go by and it's like i just want to play badminton it's like no, no, i just want
2: to like be a kid sometimes and like goof around and paint my nails and like so after after you play your sorry game yeah then what do you do oh it's
0: just a, it is a lot of working to be honest but like sorry i love running is another really really important um therapeutic release so to speak
1: so some of the things that. Um, if you feel like you have a hard time setting goals, some things that you can do, this, are, this is the process um, yeah. that your goals should be measurable. Like we talked about, like mm-hmm. you, you can say, Oh, I need to email five people. Like if you, if your goal is to um, get new contacts, get new people, like, you know, then maybe your goal is to, end, you know, do five people in however much amount of time. And so there's like a clear ending that's measurable and then it should be actionable. So you already know exactly what you want and then the, pro- and the process you need to get there. So you work out, a st- you know, you work this out and then they, sh- it should be competent. So your goals should align with your legacy, which is your overall, you know, view of what you're trying to get done um, and be achievable. So if you set yourself up for failure, you curse your goal of achievement. So, like, you don't want to do that. You just say, like, you always ask yourself, is this in line with my
0: um, with my legacy? And, yeah, simple it's things. So, it's like when we talk about, like, I think, like, at some point in my life, like, I was just really blessed, like, to feel accomplishment. Because, like, that's another thing is, like, it, it really is, like, easy for me to say, like, oh, like, just everyone set a bunch of goals. But I think, like, something that's really important to be, like, a lifelong goal setter and someone that always like is able to set goals is because like you have to achieve at some point, you know. Like so, being able like at from a young age to feel like achievement and like a true pat on the back from like my loved ones and for them to like pump you up and cheer you up, it's like really important because you feel that. Like, some humans just aren't so fortunate ever. So just like I think that accomplishment is so important for being inspired and motivated to continue to set goals too. Yeah,
2: I really like that. Yeah. I feel like. When I feel like I'm not accomplishing things, or when I'm trying to help people who maybe haven't felt that, you have to like create the smaller victories at first, just to get yeah. them out of the hole. Like, like absolutely little victories, just to be like, this person just needs a little victory right now, just to like get that sense. Do you that know, what you can f- accomplish. <laughs> you something. know, the first
1: thing I do because I hate I like hate making lists and stuff, yeah, but yeah. they are really helpful for me. First thing I do is like when I make a list. I wrote, uh, make a my, list. <laughs> make a list is my first one, and then I cross it off, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm crushing yes! this list." I like. <laughs>
0: That's so good, such a nerd. Um, well, we're, anyway, <laughs> we're humans; like, we all just want to be like um, li- lifted up. Yeah, it's really important. Just <laughs> so
2: do that. Every list, like the toffle, be just just rip off that post. And, you, and not only do you get a sense of accomplishment, I think the other key to that is that you had a sense that you earned it. Yeah, versus mm, like. Yeah. Um, people who maybe just naturally get the rewards or they didn't try that hard. I didn't feel like they had to set those goals or really like they they just were able to be naturally good at something. And especially when you're young, you know, the, the bar isn't yeah. always set as high. So like, it's like, oh, the smart kid got 100 on their test, but they didn't study at all. They won't have that same accomplishment. But, but hard work beats out talent. It's proven. It's true. But like to the, in some ways, it's a blessing I guess how you're framing yeah. it to actually know how to earn something because you're going to go farther like you say because hard work does beat out talent at the end. It's so true. Life.
0: So it's so good. It's just a, um it's just about knowing yourself, like just being real with yourself and how to be the best version of yourself.
2: Know yourself, know your
1: worth. That. Yourself know your worth.
0: And the yes. words of Drake.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um cool. well, thank you so much for being with Aww, us and giving you. us your Time and insight. We loved it so much. So, uh, NestFiller, yep. the website is nestfiller.com. NestFiller. And your social media handles are at NestFiller. NestFiller. Yep. And
0: <laughs> any new exciting things you want to tell us about that we should be looking up for? Um, just expansion. We're looking um, outside of the five boroughs, which is just really exciting for us. Um, so, not only being able to um, fill winter demand, but also summer. So the off season for um, individuals that are leaving the, um, the warm weather locations as well. Awesome. So if you have a parent or,
1: or just are listening yourself and you're like, Hey, I, that sounds cool. Like I want someone to arrange all that stuff for me. If you want to, if you have an apartment that you'd like to rent out, um, please hit up Nest Filler, talk to Brianna. She's like the nicest. You guys have a really good conversation about all kinds of things. And, um, yeah, so check it out. And also, uh, the on the website, we'll have show notes. We'll have information, articles, and extra goodies. Follow us at Chill Ambitious on Twitter, on the Periscope, on the Instagram, on Snapchats, on whatever. Everything is at Chill Ambitious, and the website is ambitious.com. It is. All right, well, I'm O. I'm no And thanks for being with us. Bye. Bye. I
0: came to win, to fight, to conquer, to thrive. I came to win, to survive, to prosper, to rise.